1: Welcome back to The Boiling Point. Uh, this is Greg Hemmings uh, speaking without my co-host. Uh, oh, Dave. Hi. How are you? Good. Uh, you brought some cookies? Yes. <laughs> we fortified ourselves.
2: <laughs> we, we should be good. I'm not close enough to the mic. and I just, oh, oh, there, there we go. Your, your team was just giving me a hard time about, um, <clears throat> about not pronouncing a, a former guest's name uh, correctly, and I would kind of mumble it every time I... A uh,
1: do, about... do you mean Abarionics? Uh, uh, exactly. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, <they laughs> Dave, and, and again, again, I didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't say it. Try it. Again. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, then, uh, listen, I- in exchange for us uh, uh, not remembering exactly how to say his name, uh, the audience should completely go check out the Candid Frame uh, podcast. It is amazing. Yes. And uh, I really loved his interview. I sort of It was so great. interesting. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, so this <laughs> today. Is really fun because not only do we get to bring in a bit of an icon in the yoga space, he is a very close friend of mine and yours, um, Jason McClain. He runs a a company uh, with his partner, Steph, uh, called Yoga House. And essentially, he was that disruptor in the market that really brought yoga alive in in this community. And why is this relevant to people listening anywhere else? It's because there's always small businesses that may not look like they could make sense in a particular community. But until you get one of those renegades, one of those pioneers to to break down the barriers, um, it's not going to happen. Jay's one of those guys. And uh, uh, how do you know Jay? You play hockey with him. I play pickup hockey with him, um, but I, no, I know him through
2: you. I know Jay. He's, a, he's one of these guys that's, uh, he's just, he's hard not to know. You know, he's a big personality. We're going to meet, is he on the phone with us right no, now? No, not oh, yet. Oh, he's coming on in a sec. I mean, he's this fabulous guy. He's got this, pa- I mean, and, and to me, what Jay McLean's about is about um, following your passion. Right 100%. and just really leaning into it, you know, I mean, this guy does it uh, in spades. Um, and and just and 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 also I when I think of him, I think of um, positivity. like he's just so positive.
1: Right? yeah, yeah, and uh, I think of incredible marketing uh, it's in his DNA. It's not that he's a marketer by chance, but you know by by, by definition. He's the type of guy that brings attention to anything he's doing. You know, whether it's skateboarding down the city market with a guitar or uh, wearing, uh, a kilt. wearing a kilt or <laughs> or selling uh, waffles and falafels uh, on the street yeah, with a company called Awful Falafel, Not So Bad Waffle. I mean, come on, that's that's marketing brilliance. Yes. And it tasted good, too. Well, so, I mean, and, and I'm guessing those
2: early experiences were… Um, you know, really supported the yoga has from doing. You know, I'm gonna. Call, I think it's the yoga has.
1: Oh, now, now, now you have pronunciation problems again. Let let's call. No, them. I don't have. I think it is. Let's okay. find out. Let's find yoga out. That, That'll be our starting starting question. Okay, that's good. And I really love the beats. Yes. Boom. Yes. Boom. Jay. Jay, what's oh. happening, buddy? I am great. Fantastic. So Jay, listen, uh before we start, we are recording right now. Dave's got a very important pronunciation question for you. Well, no, I, we'll just pronounce pronounce
2: your your company name. Yoga House.
0: Oh,
1: jeez. Ah. <laughs> Didn't I tell you? Oh, man. <laughs> Jay, we've uh Dave and I have been sitting in this voiceover booth for uh oh, jeez, many 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 weeks and uh we're at the point now where we're we're grilling each other a lot and uh, anytime (laughs) there's a pronunciation problem, you know, it's a... I uh, thought it was Yoga Haas. Well, it's spelt that way. Well, Jay, let's... Well, it's not spelt that
2: way. wouldn't be pronounced (laughs) that way. Well, my last name isn't isn't, isn't pronounced the way it's spelled. Hey, um, case in
1: point. ah. Um, Jay, before we really, uh, (laughs) before we introduce you and and the company, why don't you tell us just really quickly about Yoga House?
3: Yoga House was a, New name for uh, a whole new business concept. So, um, Stephanie came up, my fiance came up with the name House, and I at first kind of had um, I, I really liked it because I thought it was H O U you know U S E, and um, she liked that spelling because. In the olden days, they used to call things that were uh, an expertise in a particular field would be a house, like a like a steakhouse. Well, maybe not back then, but a fashion house or uh, so it was a place of expertise is an old French word that I think uh, is also a German word for house. So I thought that's really the kind of community we want to build and we want to be really great. So I thought the name was. Familiar, but the, the, the hearing the different pronunciations is kind of fun.
1: I, I I never even thought of it this way, Jay. You and I um, were brothers from other mothers. Uh, you know, best friends. Uh, we are. Oh, we are. Yes. We are uh, BFFs long term. Yes, I use the word BFF for the first time in my life. Right there. <laughs> we both have companies that end with the name House. I and this is the first time I made that oh connection. My goodness, that's Interesting. True. Except my uh, the, the background of, of Heming's House is that we started the company in the basement of my house. Yeah, it was that literal. Uh, and <laughs> Jay, another thing you're going to learn about our podcast is we we strand all and stray all over the place with conversation. Um, so you need to keep us on the straight and narrow. Yes, keep us straight and narrow. Uh, Jay would remember this uh, way back in the early days of of the company of Heming's house. Cab drivers, after the bars were done uptown, would take people to my house uh, because we'd always have these epic parties on the weekends. And a lot of the cab drivers would say, Akamak, oh, yeah, you're going to the Hemmings house. Like literally, this, the name for my company came from this cabbies, <laughs> dry, driving these people looking for a party. Oh, that was beautiful. Do so you remember those days, right?
3: It was, uh, yeah, absolutely. It was in, but you've got a perfect alliteration. You know, it just rolls off the tongue. And Akamak back. Land. I mean, that's pretty
2: rad too. So I mean, you gotta make. <laughs> no, we we need people to
3: spell that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Jay, let's um. Uh, there's a million reasons why I'm really excited to have you on uh, on the boiling point. Uh, one of them is actually just knowing a little bit about your your career path and your life story uh, coming out of the corporate world, uh, coming out of the, uh, the world of business and marketing, uh, experimenting with some phenomenal uh, side projects, including uh, Awful Flaffle, Not So Bad Waffle, um, also uh, Sterno Inferno uh, catering services were on fire. Um, why, why, don't you, why don't you take us through a little bit about you working deeply in that corporate environment, finding um, a pull to create a life You know, working in your passion, which is what I see you are doing right now. And there's a lot of our listeners that would probably be inspired by your story. So why don't we just pass it over to you?
3: Cool. I mean, it's. In my blood, I think I love creating things, everything from when I was a kid, uh, putting on a high school dance, like. and any person who uh, enjoys leadership and the benefits of bringing community together uh, has an idea, and then it's really cool to get paid for it because then you can do it even more. So when I was in the corporate environment, I think what I was really learning to do was hone in on my skills and kind of even get beat up a little bit when I realized that I wasn't doing things the right way. And uh, it really taught me a lot about discipline and about using numbers to I mean, that's a language and, and for to communicate an idea if the numbers don't work, then why are we talking? Because time is precious and we all get it. You know, you want to spend more time with your kids. You want to spend more time uh, with your hobbies and music and, and, but at the same time you want to do something that you love. I loved my time in uh, marketing and I, I I still continue to apply it to the business because I want to tell people that the store is open. um, And I mean, luckily I get to teach people about uh, peace and calm and, and all of the great Things that yoga has brought to my life and continues to bring to others—that's what I do. And uh, but it's it is a business, so um, it took some cash flow when I was in the corporate uh, business or corporate world to to just kind of inject that into the to the small business, you know. And eventually, uh, my time was split where I came up, I had to come up with a decision, you know. So yoga all of a sudden has become this um, bigger thing than I could ever imagine, you know. uh, Now it's an absolute part of my life. Uh, My fiance is an incredible yoga teacher and uh, she's my teacher, she's many people's teacher and we we love doing it. Every morning we get up and we're having a blast. yeah,
2: so how, so what? And I, you know what? And I know that to be true because I see you. We play pickup hockey together on Tuesday nights, and uh, and Jay, you know, you, you have a, I think an ability to have a blast doing anything. So I see you on the ice it's quite late, uh, and he's usually yelling at me, "Get going!" You know, and it's hilarious, <laughs> right? Like, "Come on, skate, skate!" You know, so <laughs> which I love, right? And then if I if I don't play well, I say because I haven't been you know juicing because he's got this great juicing stuff on the side, and so well, yeah, I, at least I have fun with that. But what? How did you get introduced to yoga? You told me the story once, but share that share it with your listeners.
3: I got introduced to yoga on a on a real soul searching trip. I mean, I was 23, and uh, I don't know something called me to go to Mexico uh, via Vancouver along the Pacific Coast. You know, and I learned more about myself and uh, changed a lot of things that I that I look at in the way I look at life because I was introduced to new things. Like for instance, my first stop in Seattle, I became a vegetarian. I learned a lot about it. Um, and then on my way back up, I ended up in Santa Barbara and, uh, it was fascinating that this lady could recognize my back was bothering me. And she came up to me and she said, your back is an issue for you. And, and, uh, she knew just by my posture. And I gave her all these different reasons why I didn't want to try her yoga class that she was proposing because she was teaching in a couple of minutes. Um, and the last thing I said, and I'm not flexible. And she just kind of looked at me and said, well, your attitude sure isn't and walked away. <laughs> and I followed, her. I followed her and she changed my life. Again, these things happen for a reason, but you got to be open. Your eyes have to be open to it. And you got to be thankful for these introductions of, you know, beautiful. These are things that people are passionate about. They pass them on to you. And it, they do change your life, and you're supposed to take something from it and pass it on, too.
1: Jay, do you think the uh, the attitude comment uh, kind of uh, poked on a little bit more of your competitive side, saying, I'm not—my attitude's not bad. I'm following you right into that yoga studio. <laughs> 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 do you feel challenged on that? Is that what—let uh, major just step to the— <laughs>
3: So I felt like she was trying to help me and I was just shutting her down. That was kind of the, the breakthrough. I was like, why, is, why did you know, why she take the time? And here I am just being closed-minded. And uh, I just had a, uh, a realization, like, i got to take her up on it. And we laughed after, but it was fantastic. I, you know, I, the sad thing is I don't know where she is. And I was going to you know, ask you about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would give her a big hug, let me tell you.
1: It's not interesting about the people that we meet in life – um, like every single person, every single interaction we have with another every day, human, every day, um, if you could trace back a year down the road, two years down the road, to see the effect that person had, I think you you take care of those uh, in the moment discussions and relations much more carefully. Jay, uh, you know, you're working in the yoga space. Is that philosophy of uh, of, of living in the now um, something near and dear to your heart and uh, if so, how could you relate that to other entrepreneurs that are listening to this? Because this, this isn't about necessarily attracting everybody into yoga, but using that same path that you did to, uh, you know, to, to really finding their groove and their path. Yeah. What's uh, what's your thoughts on that?
3: You know, the most beautiful moments in your life are so vivid, and they, but they require all of your attention. At one, you know, when your child is born, or when you fall in love, or any of those, you just like you've got a stop photo that will always be imprinted in your mind. So every moment can be like that, but quite often we're either living in the past or we're living in the future. What did we do, you know? And and we're never really now here. We're nowhere. So that's the problem with I think society today is that we're trying to multitask and we're just trying to keep up. But if we slowed things down, did one thing at a time really with yoga it boils down to one breath at a time because breath is a gauge that tells you whether you're in the red or if you're living in a happy way so we use that as a one of the primary uh, focuses for yoga is just to be in the moment feeling your breath and feeling your sensations and how you respond to stress and, and luckily with yoga we, we put very specific stress on the joints and then we release it. And it's, it's a way to become stronger and flexible, but you're doing it with a very gentle breath. So when you're in a stressful situation as a, as a business person, uh, you can react and, and, uh, you know, maybe sometimes react in a very negative way and you'll regret it and it costs you either money or a relationship. So it's very important that that never happens, that you always stay grounded and uh, calm because that's a leadership, um, skill that everybody needs to have. Yeah, and yeah. then, you know, it's, it's a real beautiful thing that, uh, people are looking for yoga now more than ever. Last week I taught to a major bank, uh, many different executives, uh, yoga, and it was an hour and they were really invested in it and it, they get it because I understand their stress too. I didn't, I know how tough it is to make deadlines all the time and, and work within budgets and that's, it's stressful, but you can't let that cloud everything that you're doing.
2: So how that you bring up an interesting point, right? And it's funny because I think of, uh, you know, my business in the coaching world, right? And it's, it's slowly, being understood that, well, okay, coaching can have, like, tangible benefits, right? If if you are an executive or a leader at any point in the organization, you hire a coach, I mean, it can actually, you know, it can dramatically help what you're doing. Um, but it, initially, you know, and, and it's not known to all. So we do a lot of education. Uh, I'm guessing, you know, yoga, I um, mean, we're not in the West Coast here, which is probably a little more, there was people were more open-minded to, you know, it's, it's a little slower adoption here what do you, How are you introducing um, and 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 you know tapping and I guess building the market um, to so people do understand what the benefits of it and it's not just this fluffy thing.
3: Breaking it down and really explaining explaining it as a science and people really want to know what the benefits are and what they're getting into. So we really try to make it something that's digestible and relatable for people so my customers are New Brunswickers so I really want to speak to them in their language so quite often we'll use Sanskrit words but we'll always have a translation in English so we use we use ways of uh, explaining a posture that is that makes total sense and explaining the benefit of how it impacts your your breathing or your organs And, and so we really try to make it something that um, is not necessarily a spiritual. We're not selling any spirituality. What we're really trying to sell uh, to people is, is a knowledge and, and really try to help them and um, encourage them to invest in a daily practice. So it's like going to piano lessons. We're just trying to break down Any barriers that they have from having an excellent yoga practice,
2: right? So using science. So, and I just as you're speaking, what I've noticed, and Greg's going to chime in here in a second, but uh, what what I notice is both Greg and I are sitting, standing up, our postures shifted, (laughs) and we're breathing. True, it's
1: the power of a a, suggestion, man. Holy cow! I'm watching you. I've never seen (laughs) Greg so upright in my life. (laughs) Well, listen, we we need to rewind a little bit and uh, remind uh, ourselves why we started talking about Jay a couple podcasts ago. Because we're so bloody hot in this thing. Remember oh, that? And I hard, said, yeah. I, f- I feel like we're in Jay McLean's uh, hot, hot yoga. yoga yes. Mind yes. you, Jay, I have not uh, experienced hot <laughs> yoga ever <laughs> yet. But uh, whatever hot yoga is, it feels similar to the temperature of the... Uh, we we, the imagine, it we imagine it, it. <laughs> Um Jay, the, the, um, the, f- the few times that I've been uh, in your class, <clears throat> I think you touched on it really well. The very attractive thing for me was you're explaining as a teacher... You know, like every every, um, every posture that you lead the class into, you're explaining the benefits and you're explaining what's happening inside the body with the, the muscles and the joints. And uh, and in fact, uh, a number of times you'd come over and see a uh, a posture I was in, and you'd slightly correct me and you know t- tell me what uh, you know what the benefit of this is. And I think in a um, in a greener market uh, when you started, uh, I guess close to a decade ago. Um, it was tough to get around that whole idea of oh, yoga is more of a spiritual thing, and it is a spiritual thing, you know, for for many people. But that's not what your yoga is. You are you are uh, allowing people to understand the the tactical bits of yoga and the actual physiological um, benefits of it. Do you find that was a real uh, way for you to win? Because I see you as a pioneer in this market and bringing yoga um, the to the masses. Yeah. It's uh, you know, it's it's such a Uh, a uh, well-known, often-discussed thing now. Uh, And I I saw you as that disruptor in the market, even though yoga did exist in St. John before you. But, yeah, what's a little bit of your thoughts on that?
3: It is uh, one of those things that's always changing. And when yoga was first introduced, it was for your body so you could sit for longer periods of time comfortably meditating. And if you've sat in a meditation position for more than an hour, you'll see how hard it is on the body. It's exhausting. And you're using muscles and um, you, you really need to uh, have a strong body to be able to sit upright for a long period of time. So this is why yoga poses were actually invented. And when we first started with this and introducing it uh, the way that we were um, uh, interpreting it, I guess, it was, I had three people in my class is a big class, huge. And then we I think the, one of the last classes I taught in St. John was 200 people. So it was in, an incredible growth um, over the years and it was a community, but it was one student at a time. And that's um, and what you got to do. Just connect with your customers one person, one moment at a time get to know their names, get to know um, more about what they need as a customer. If they need, if they need a special assist because their shoulders are sore or or, or they have an injury that they really have to tend to, we try to really personalize the practice. And um, it's grown, I think, largely because the the rate and the tempo of uh, our lives is just so busy that we need an outlet. We need uh, something to balance us out, so it's almost, a, I think, a survival mechanism. because people who do it go, "Wow, my life is totally changed now. I'm better."
1: Yeah, and what a uh, what a clear uh, throwback to your your marketing and business acumen. You know, uh, not suggesting that other yoga teachers don't think this way, but the way you're you're talking, Jay. Uh, is very relevant to our listeners, uh, most most of which who are uh, entrepreneurs building a business. And you're talking about giving that love and that attention to each individual person who are your, you are there to serve. And uh, I think that is so relatable across all of our business verticals. Uh, the way you're speaking. And in fact, it's interesting, i am speaking to uh, quite a few artists over the last few years. I used to sit on the arts board. And my number one uh, suggestion is stop looking at Delivering your art for the sake of art only. Look at it as a business, and everything will change. You know, um, honor the people who are consuming your art as if they're customers. You know, it's uh, And I'm, I'm kind of leading you into that, Jay. But I, I know you live this. Like you're, you've, you've built a very successful yoga practice, um, as a result of of your your brilliant way with people and your marketing background and uh yeah do, do you think that has a lot to do with you know where we've seen uh, the yoga house evolve to
3: uh, we live the practice we're yogis we wake up we do yoga we yeah yoga is when we're eating yoga is when we're meeting new people it's just it's a it's a way of life that is bringing um, peace and and grace into to your life where you're not fighting it all the time and I mean, Hey, we have stress, tension, um, all, a lot of the stresses that everybody has, but it's how we choose to, to deal with them. And, um, with it, I think that's, we really try to just lead by example. So we go to yoga classes at our studio. We have that, uh, that, that connection with our customers that we're doing it with them. And we, and we really, um, that's, I think we, we really try to be, uh, enthusiasts in the space so it's not work at all. And, you know, if you're always stressing about money and paying the bills, um, that's what you're going to be good at stressing, you know, if you're, if you're spending more time really trying to learn, yoga, teach yoga, eventually more people are going to come because you just get better. And, but if you're focusing your energy on something that's negative, it's going to chip away at it at you. So you need to shift it to something positive. Yeah. What?
2: So, in your opinion, like, cause you know, what's so so interesting? I think, right? In is that you know, when 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 stress, when people are in highly stressful environments, um, or you know, or situations arise that are really tough, um, a lot of time the last place a person looks is inward. You know, and and so, what is it that? Like, why is it the uh, kind of a new idea for a lot of us that you know maybe we should be practicing like mindfulness and you know this you know this stuff like you know like yoga and this ability like take care of self and then other things can happen. Like, what do you think? What do you think causes people to miss that? What it caused to miss that initially? That that you know, as the stress is on, we might reach for other things to help cope versus um, doing something to help ourselves.
3: Fear and laziness those two things have destroyed the world and they continue to and I mean look at the wars that are happening right now it's fear and uh, or a laziness to not understand someone else's perspective and and to actively try to understand something so when we all try to learn from one another when we all try to respect one another life is a breeze it's amazing it just is abundant and but when we try to like the same as business, you're like, oh, that guy, competitor B, what a jerk! You know, and you could say stuff like that, or you could say competitor B is actually someone who I respect, and and you know, they're they're in this industry too, and I could learn something from them, and we maybe we could work together. That instead of looking at it as a pie, look at it as an abundant, uh, infinite thing where you can create things together or respect one another and have a certain level of ethics so you don't really insult one another's business practice. You know, I don't know. It's, it, we could learn a lot from yoga and apply a lot of yoga principles to business, and I think we'd have a much more enjoyable experience all the way around.
1: Yeah, it's interesting, uh, Jay. One of the philosophies that uh, I've really been focusing on, um, it's not its not even a philosophy, but it's a, uh, it's defined by this this equation, that the opposite of love is not hate, but the opposite of love is indeed fear because hatred is a, is a result of fear. And uh, <clears throat> I really think it's really neat if you reverse engineer that, and if we see what a lot of our problems are in business, they do stem from fear, right? So if we are giving into, into fear and focusing all of our energies into honoring that fear that we shouldn't be, we are essentially working against love. And what love, what, what goes underneath love is respect, abundance, like you say, strength, happiness, joy. Um, so, you, you know, w- without sounding too philosophical about it, I think there's a lot of logic to that, you know, and uh, I, I think you said it right. You know, it's uh, uh, fear really is uh, at the root of, of everything unhealthy, you know, and that's what you're trying to do. You, you are essentially an agent uh, that is working against fear. And I love that. I think that's wonderful about what you do.
3: Try to sell happiness. Uh, and, <laughs> I, you know, I really try not even to sell it. I try to uh, impart it with my friends and my family uh, by things that I've learned or just by my experiences with them. It. I mean, I learn a lot from from these people. So I have to be present with them. And it's just, it's a, it's a real, it, it's the key to, to life is people and your connections to people. That's what, you know, when someone's on their deathbed, they're not thinking of anything, uh, material, they're thinking about relationships and that's what the most important thing in life is. And with with, Business, if you can have fun doing it and build good relationships, it doesn't feel like work. It feels like you're doing what you're supposed to be on this planet to do.
1: I love that. And Jay, um, as, as we come close to the inter- at the end of our interview, um, I always like to give our guests an opportunity to uh, to share a little bit of inspiration. Um, I suspect there's a, there's many people out there who are listening to this podcast who. Um, maybe they've got their own business now or maybe they're working in in a different corporate culture or working for somebody else but they've got this dream to do something that is in line with their passion and yes they can make a career from it and make and become wealthy from doing it but might have that stumbling block of fear um, ahead of them to uh, you know to actually pursue that and realize that they can actually make a life doing it what sort of uh, advice, both on the challenging side and also on the uh, in the positive results side, could you give to those people?
3: I'd say first off, learn how to be lean. Cut things that really aren't important to you uh, in your business, and or things that you're not focused on, and and really lean up in terms of. Find ways to focus on and, and, and work at what you're really good at and spend more time there and as much time there as you can because, again, it's then it won't be work. It'll be something that is uh, a legacy that you're going to leave in your profession. And not every job is going to be for 20 years. Some jobs are for two months, and they are great pieces of work. And you should be proud of anything that you're doing. and and try to do it as best you can. And that's, again, what yoga, and at least in my interpretation is, is to help people be the best that they can, the best version of themselves, whether it's physically, mentally, spiritually, even if it's a tool to help them do that, uh, this is what I want to share.
2: Man, you know, and, well, and I guess Greg and I would know this to be true, but you you, uh, you do role model that really well, buddy, I got to say. It's very cool. And it's neat when, you know, not everyone, you know, so how do people learn more about uh, the, I'll use, uh, Greg's word, epic Jay McLean. Um, how do they? How do they learn more about you know you and yoga and what you do and yoga ha house? <laughs> 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 and uh, and, get, and and where could they play pickup hockey with you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Any I'll play pickup
2: hockey. You will, man. And you got a signature move I will Taxi. But before we get to that, what is uh, so? How can how can people uh, connect connect? Thank you, Greg. Um,
3: come to uh, the yoga house, spelled the German way, H-A-U-S, in Ross-A-G. Uh We built a really beautiful yoga space there, lots of uh, natural light coming through the windows. Spend some time, learn a, a particular style of yoga. Uh, you could be at any level of practice. And uh, we always... Um, thank our students for sharing their yoga practice because everybody has a yoga practice. You're born with one. Look at babies; they do yoga from the moment they're, they're born. It's yeah, amazing. And, and as an adult, you, you start to stiffen up and you forget all these great moves. So we're just there to help you dust it off. And uh, if you want to learn more about us, YogaHouse.ca. Not the German one.
2: Beautiful. And then for signature moves, Jay McLean on a breakaway, no one around him, coming down on the goalie. Where does he go, Greg? Where does the puck go? In the net? It is. Where in the net? Ah, I
1: mean, oh, in, about- in, in the nuts in the net? <laughs> <laughs> what corner, what corner, I think saying, What corner do that I have? What corner, like you, yeah. Come on. Are you kidding me? Are you, like seriously, are you trying to give me a, a hockey question again? Jay, Jay, last week he did it to me. So do you know I responded to him? I, I asked him what his favorite dead show was. <laughs> so, 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 you, Jay, Jay, where do you go, man? Where do you go? Where, where is
3: it? Right, every time. The top
2: right, every time. It's a classic move. <laughs> you got to see it. He comes down, and it's like, and I'm like, how are the goalie's not no. Boom! He puts it right up top, and he's actually over the top of the glove. It is beautiful. And it's predictable, and he, it works every it time. It works like a charm. It's all. So it's because it's, it, it's he, he's yogi on stage. exactly he lulls them into some sort of mm-hmm. thing that it, they it's, don't it's see almost him. like
1: these are not the droids you're looking for
2: <laughs> you know, it's the Obi-Wan Kenobi trick on, oh, on, yeah.
1: on the on the ice uh, he's
2: brilliant he's brilliant so <laughs> Tuesday nights Cuplex, come watch Jay McLean put it top right hand corner
1: Jay thanks for everything man we love you brother and looking forward to uh, you know uh, hopefully hopefully dragging my sorry little stiff butt down to the yoga house really soon
3: Love you guys. Yeah. Thank you for the
2: opportunity. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, buddy. I'm going to join my wife in the next hot yoga class.
3: Awesome. All right, bro. <laughs> see you All later, right, man.
2: See you, see you man. <laughs> Bye-bye. What do you mean? You're going to join your wife in that? Like, we're in it right now, man. I know. Well, you and I, but we're not doing well. We're, 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 our posture is good. Oh, yeah. I it's say. not
1: bad. I, I, I'm wearing a long-sleeve corduroy know, shirt man. right now. I, I kind of forgot that. We're I.
2: Gonna, I I usually. You don't you know, mind, do? You? No, not at all. Okay. So There's he's, a lot of trust Greg, there. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's undressing as we speak. It is warm, but it's some. But you know what time of year, right? I mean, we're in October, November time frame. Yeah. It's a little cooler. Frost on the car today, Frost today. in Atlanta, yeah. Canada. Yeah, I saw. Oh that. my goodness, I saw that. So Jay, um, my takeaway, Greg, is, uh, and I think um, I was thinking back. Part of the reason I know Jay, I think. Or felt I knew him probably before I really knew him is because of you, right? And some of your, you know, this is going back a number of years, but I mean, the guy really embodies what he's talking about, mm-hmm. and, that, and that's why. So you know, sometimes you need to listen to someone. You know, like the most disappointing thing for me is when you really dig someone, like a like a speaker or a, you know an author or whatever, and you find out they're not congruent with what they're espousing, right? What right. they're writing about, right. and then and then when you're and so then what you become is um, a little suspicious. Okay, so a person's writing about. You know this way of life, whatever it may be, belief system, and and are they are they the real deal? And I, you know, my first my first guide is always like, yeah, of course. Why would someone do something and not be that way, right? Mm-hmm. So it's always wonderful when people are talking about you know ways of life or big big thoughts or ideas or you know being innovative or whatever it may be, and then they actually practice it, right? Jay does it, man. Jay
1: totally does In it. And, and, you know, it's there's so many stories uh, that we that we didn't go into, nor should we have, uh, about amazing adventures that Jay and I have been on. Uh, because of all, like he's one of those guys that lives those slices of life to the max, right. um, and as, he's a true, true born entrepreneur. And there's one really quick story I got to tell. You. <laughs> it's fun, because he's an amazing chef, incredible chef. So uh, he had a, a side uh, catering business. And uh, he was catering an event up at a local uh, restaurant bar, and he asked me if I'd be his quote unquote sous chef. Now I, I I'm a sous am a sous chef as much as I'm a hockey player. Okay, <laughs> uh, so but we had the white uh, the white chef uh, clothes on and all that sort of thing, and my job was to put the stern light the sternos, you know those little things yeah. of fire to yeah, keep yeah. everything nice and warm, yeah. and. Um, so he was doing, you know, serving people up and stuff, and uh, I made a little mistake and dropped the sterno on the floor. And sterno—if <laughs> you've never played with sterno, it's like napalm. Right. Like it ex- it's full like of the oil and ro- everything. Right. So w- I lit <laughs> the restaurant on fire. Like the oh, carpet my- was flaming, oh, my and you God. stomp this napalm out, it, it won't, doesn't go out. It, won't go out. it spreads further. Oh, so all these people are freaking out. <laughs> And here I am just running around like a like a madman trying to stop this thing out. And Jay, in, in his ultimate pinnacle of keeping everybody calm, says, not to worry everybody, Sterno Inferno, we're hot. <laughs> so he was trying to make it sound like his catering company was called Sterno Inferno. And this is part of the gag. Now, it took them I, I, I swear it was probably eight, nine years, and I, I kept on seeing that burn stand in the carpet of that oh, restaurant. My God. You know, it's just there's legendary stories like that. And I've been able to come along for the ride uh, on multiple adventures, and it's been a fall. <laughs> so, listen, going back to takeaways, my biggest takeaway is he has a passion for helping people live better. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about that mutual benefit uh, experience from uh, vendor to consumer, that's kind of what I aspire to as well. How are we making our customers who are buying our film services live better or make Mm -hmm. their businesses run better Mm -hmm. constantly in search for making you know serving people to to live a better life or run a better business so that would be my my takeaway
2: Beautiful. Well, I I was shocked that um, that we don't have to describe this as explicit. This this particular one, uh, I thought for sure. So that is probably not a bad thing. But um, I was I was assuming you know I don't know why, but I was assuming kind of a bunch of half bombs being dropped stuff. Not not, it's not didn't G, it's not,
1: That's not Jay stuff. Yeah, I you guess know, not. It's, I guess it's uh, not fair. So you know, maybe hey. then again, I, I feel like I I sometimes incite that in people like Gene, for example. I, I'm like a, I am a big welcome. Gene. Um, We're talking Gene Fowler. Gene Fowler or a couple episodes ago, yeah, yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah and yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, I do apologize. We, or maybe I don't. I don't know. But uh, we do try. We, we want to make this podcast in, uh, authentic, in, authentic, uh, and but also inclusive for everybody. Right. Like we certainly don't ever want to offend people with language. But at the same time, this is a podcast about movement makers, disruptors, and entrepreneurs. And if they're not telling authentic stories in the way that they feel comfortable in then what's the point of us doing this in the first place? Right. you know and that's, that, that's me wandering, meandering down the field again right now. Uh, <laughs> Which is good. And, it, and at some point, I got to share two stories. One story, not,
2: not for now, for later, one story was about me walking out of the last interview and uh, the headphones um, uh, leave stuff in my, my beard. So I'll tell you a little story about that at some point. <laughs> <laughs> and me walking in and ordering coffee. Anyway, this is for another time. <laughs> I, know, I saw that last time. For, then, for think, the listeners. No, like oh, another okay, one. All right, all another right. story because we can't be under The other one is around the the cuss box that my 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 younger brother made for our family because nice. there was too much swearing in our household and my mother
1: said every time someone swears <laughs> I'll have to tell you that at another point Do so, you know what we should do we should donate like to the animal shelter or something a dollar every time somebody swears that's on our not podcast a bad idea. so then when people come on they're gonna be encouraged to swear and then we'll just put Ooh, more money into a that bucket. could be dangerous depending on our guest right well you know I, I, they couldn't they couldn't nail us more than one percent ten seconds right so I'm like we can do the math mm-hmm. it might cost us about a thousand bucks an episode yeah. but uh, it's uh, for a good cause for the animals that's True, that's true we'll see you next week <laughs> alright buddy
0: thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod to see more from Dave Vale check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale and to catch up with Greg visit hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening, and remember, keep that pot boiling.